You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 659, Monday Blues. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome everyone to the MyMac. Oh no 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 gas no 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 no. This is the MyMac podcast number six hundred and fifty nine, and we're recording very very early in the morning. And I have no idea why I'm talking like this. How are you today? <laughs> I'm very good, thank you. Very good indeed. And my soundboard has just crashed when I try to interrupt you. So that's oh. my fault. Well, that's <laughs> par for the course. We've had we've had a, a few. You know, I mean, just a few audio issues this morning and um obviously uh can i just can i just uh, well, re- wait one more thing one more thing also <laughs> gaz is very very confused over what kind of apps that he's using and on what platform oh <laughs> <laughs> you cheeky so and so i am i am i am i am yeah. full By the of way, who's been having the audio issues uh well Actually, bo- actually, we both have so far. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I, my soundboard me. is up and working again without you realizing it. If I hadn't said anything, you wouldn't have noticed. Yeah, but you did say something. So there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're going to do this intro. Or not? I will. I will. Because w- I, I, it made me laugh when I read it. <laughs> well, um, as most people who follow these things know, uh, the Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference is finally actually really absolutely, without a doubt, as sure as the sun will rise for sure, going to probably happen on Monday unless California manages to sink itself into the Pacific Ocean. And the G-Men are going to talk about a singer and Apple exec making fools of themselves at a basketball game. Hurrah! That's what we do. (laughs) Brilliant. Absolutely <sighs> brilliant. Yeah. So can I can I jump in? Of can course. I jump in and say the second part of, of in fact I'm gonna say something which I was talking about in the middle section. And I'm gonna say it here because as you've been talking about the Worldwide Developer Conference, one thing I'd like from WWDC, and that is for excuse me a second, for everyone who uses dub dub DC instead of WW to stop and say WWDC and not WWDC, please. <laughs> oh, and what would I like? But it's from so w- hip w- and fresh. No, it's not. It's hip and old. It's, <laughs> it's an old hipster thing. I'll tell you it's what. A broken it's broken hip. Oh, and the funny thing is I can hear some podcasters actually stopping themselves now doing it because they realize how crass. I'm going to say that again, how crass it is. And you hear them going, WW, WW. Well, I actually came out and said Worldwide Developers Conference. I know, which I was going to congratulate you on because that's even better. I know. The formal process is what Guy does. Anyway. Yeah, that's me, Mr. Formal. Yeah. Can I just say also that I'd like what I'd like from WWDC? Sure. Some excitement. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're a developer, there's lots of excitement. Yeah, great. 
<laughs> we're yeah, except you know we're not um, developers. I don't care. I don't care whether it's hardware. I don't care whether it's software. I just want some excitement. Okay, just just a piece, just a piece, little piece, please, little piece of excitement. Yes, that's what they want. <laughs> so what what have you been doing Sorry, over the I'm last a, week? Well. Uh, more what have i been doing this morning i've had i want to hear about you being in the shower (laughs) i'll tell you in a minute i'll tell you in a minute but but this morning i've had coffee and a bacon sandwich so i might be a bit mad um yeah i was in the shower and something you're ahead of me (laughs) something struck me about amazon something struck you in the shower yeah it wasn't amazon but it struck me about amazon Uh um and it may be why they're happy to put their app on the apple tv I think it's because they now see Apple TV as not a threat. It's not the reinvention of TV as obviously Steve Jobs was hoping that it would be. It's just another TV device. Dare I say it's boring and Amazon don't see its competition uh, that they wouldn't be able to compete with. So they've gone, oh, yeah, we might as well have our up on that uh, platform as well and make some money out of it. Um, <laughs> and. Should I carry on and say, do I think it's boring like iOS is now being seen as boring? Is it boring like Mac OS is being seen as boring? Is it being boring like a lot of tech stuff is these days? Hmm. Yes. Anyway, that's 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 a view for somebody to slap me around the head and say, no, Gary, I disagree. That's totally wrong. And um, this is for Mr. Apta. All right, me old mucker. How are you? There you go. He'll know what I'm talking about. It has something to do with North London. Oh, it, you had to say that, didn't you? You had to say, I've got it in parentheses for me. That's my uh, bit, and you jumped in. So now, you've been trying to replace the SSD in your MacBook Pro. <laughs> yeah, but I can't get the screws off the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Did, I think they're stripped. A hammer. You're not supposed to, oh, yeah, you've got to be really careful with those small screws, because once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. Um, well, because when I first got this this laptop uh, last year sometime, uh, it had a spinny hard drive, which I replaced with a 250-gig SSD. Well, I'm, I'm down to like 40 to 60 gigs on that SSD, and they've, they've come down so far in price, I picked up a 500-gig uh, a for like 130, 140 bucks. I was like, oh, okay, I'll just replace that. So I popped, you know, I set it down and had my towel out so that it was, you know, all nice and static free. And then I got to take the screws out. It was like, what the, I get stupid. I, it won't, why won't you? And I, I couldn't get the screws out. So then I got out a magnifying glass and I looked at the top of the screws and yeah, there's, I think they're stripped. As far as, you know, the, the, cause it, it, all they are is like little itty bitty tiny Phillips screws and yep. it looks, yep. and you gotta, you gotta make sure that you have the right screw driver because sometimes they're posi drive and sometimes they're just cross head and oh, it's just a nightmare. Yeah. So I can't get them out. I'm going to have to take it someplace and, and have them, you know, take those screws out and then replace them with, with other screws. So I'm screwed. Yeah, yeah. Whichever way you look at it, yeah. Um, unless unless you can get some super glue and obviously then put a screwdriver in there and hold it tight on the top and screw it out. But that's the, what you be careful there is you don't actually put too much super glue. On. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> glue them in. <laughs> yeah, that would be a bad thing. Yes, it would. That would not be good. Um, 
Yeah, but before you do something like, and you know, just a little tech tip, before you do something like that, make sure you have replacement screws for the ones that you're putting super glue on, because <laughs> after you've done this, you do not want to put those screws back in. Oh, no, that's true. So don't do that. I I, I didn't even think okay, about the trick with super glue. I have seen it done before, but yeah, you're right. You got to have replacement screws. Yeah, don't don't put them back in after. That's a tech and tip from the G-Man. It's, it's probably been done on uh, something less important than a computer as well. So, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, shall we? Um, Let's. <laughs> yeah, we, for, you know, isn't it kind of scary that we're like finishing each other's sentences? We're like an old married couple at I this know. point. <laughs> <sighs> so why don't you go... <laughs> Over to mymac.com recent article. <laughs> oh, God. The first one is, uh, uh, where's soundboard? There it is. Three geeky ladies, uh, episode 103. It's their recent travels. And on a related note, the ladies talk about their recent travels. Right. Okay. <laughs> Next is geeky show ever. Number 260 trading hosts. While Kevin returns and Melissa is out, so the whacker host game continues. <laughs> we start out discussing the issues Kevin's face trying to finally update to Mac OS Sierra. Needless to say, it didn't go very well. However, with the wisdom of the crowd, a new plan of attack is conceived. Elisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. Also wants to talk about issues she's been having with her MacBook Pro and the idea of her first ever Newcomb Pave. Wow, that's frightening all by itself. Well, I was hoping there you'd go. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. I screwed up. Right, ready? Ready? No, no. You tell me when you're ready. ready. Okay, I'm ready. Right. Uh, Having her MacBook Pro and the idea of her first ever Newcomb Pave. <laughs> no, we didn't think <laughs> just the one and you oh, had okay. to overdo it. Did you had to overdo it? Yeah, I never Next do up that. Is a, no, you never do that. Next up is a discussion of how Amazon has uh, angered Kevin <sighs> and the fact that he may go full geek on them when he calls. We finish out with a discussion on music triggered by the recent extension of Google Music Trial. And next up, an actual article. I know. How crazy is that? Crazy. (laughs) It's it's insane. Mac product key finder. This is a review by Rowan. Uh, Ubin. Oh, uh, Ubin. Uh, Ubin. That's my submarine. You said Rowan. Yeah. So that means you got to say Ubin. Oh, yeah. But I like uh, Ubin. (laughs) You know, it brings it, it. It causes those flashbacks to World War II that I, that I, I so fear, like I was alive in World War II. <laughs> I was just going to ask that <laughs> on a submarine, no less. All right, recently moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. His MacBook Pro SSD drive died, so he had to install a new one. No problem. He had a time machine backup, so this should be easy, right? Right. Uh, maybe not. Besides taking a long time to recover, there was one small issue that cropped up several times after the the recovery. Launching apps that no longer seem to be registered. Seems some products do not come back licensed 
when you reinstall them from a backup and you need the original key. But seriously, I have no idea where most of my original keys are. So now what? If I'm updating to a new machine, how would I get my existing apps registered on the new machine if he no longer has the license codes? You notice how I'm kind of switching my my tense there? Yeah, I keep yes. going from third person to second person to third person, blah, 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 blah. I so anyway, know the fourth person. Uh, well, the fourth person, uh, we couldn't get him on Skype today. Okay. So that's what Owen used to find all of this stuff. Now, he, actually, he could have done the same thing with like, um, um, what's that called? Um, one password. Yes. Like to move on? Yeah. Let's talk Apple 45. This is for May 2017. Joining Bart this month, our cho- joiner from Mac Voices, Linda Gosha, Gosha. Gosha. You say Gosha, I say Gosha. And Nick Riley. The show starts with some quick follow-up stories before moving on to look at some Apple-related notable numbers and legal stories that made the news in May. The four main stories are science versus fitness trackers, Apple's one billion investment in advanced manufacturing in the US, the notable uptick in malware targeting the Mac, and developments in AI virtual assistants announced in May. The show finishes with a quick rundown of some companies Apple have acquired, some staffing changes at Apple, and some other quick Apple-related stories that made the news in May. And I called it This Month in Health. <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet, but yeah. Uh, well, you'll see, you'll see why I say that. Yeah, uh, it's it, good show. Good show. Well, it almost always is. Actually, yeah. it, it is always is. No. Yeah. That's a it is really awkward, is. Awkward, awkwardly stated sentence. It always yes. is a good show there. Yes. Roger, Roger. It's just better when we're on it. <laughs> Everything's better when we're yeah, on it. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, we're like the ketchup and mustard of podcasting. You know, we're like the condiments. We just make things better. Salt and pepper. No, I like ketchup and mustard better. If you would like to write or podcast. We're the fish and chips of podcasting. (laughs) We're we're the vinegar of your day. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's not. No. We're the vinaigrette. So like this, we're, now see, now we're talking about dressing. Yes. And and that just leads to a whole new (laughs) New, awkward conversation. If you would like to write. For the MyMac.com website. And why wouldn't you? And why wouldn't you? My God, why wouldn't you? And then hear us talk about whatever it is that you've done badly. Uh, all you have to do is contact. No, no, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. That's not what you've done badly, but us talking badly yes. about it. Yes. Yeah, well, we it's don't correct. actually talk badly about it. We just talk badly talking about it. It's all in the details, Gaz. It's all in the details. Contact John Nemo, Nemo at MyMac.com, and he will get you writing for the mighty, mighty MyMac.com website. Yeah. Gaz, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How can people get hold of you? Ever so easy, send an email. Ever so easy, send an email to gaz at mymac.com or contact me on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z, or you can contact both Guy and myself on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Guy, how about you? 
Ah, you had to actually think about that last one, didn't you? For a second, heard that hesitation. It's like, what the hell is that Twitter address? <laughs> you can send me email, guy at mymac.com or Mac Parrot on the Twitters. And you can call us on our Skype number, 703-436-9501. Or actually, no, 703-436-9501. Don't put in the second zero or you'll call someone in probably Afghanistan and they yeah, won't care. I'm- yeah, and actually, we've got a little bit about that in our G plus later. Oh, do oh yes, yes we do, yes, <laughs> yes we do. And the now the the weird thing about all of this is right underneath where it says John Nemo, go to Nemo at mymac dot com. It says quick mention of contact stuff with no funny biz, no funny biz. So there wasn't any funny biz there. Well, not intentionally. <laughs> We just can't help ourselves. Yeah, we can't. So get us out of here. Um, stand by, stand by, and we'll be right back. That was quick. No, no. Hi, I'm Bart Bouchard, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month, I gather together a panel of Apple followers, and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000-foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie. Like a failed experiment in animal intelligence, it's the G-Men and the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone back to the mymac.com podcast yeah i i I am having the worst time getting this second section started it is it is is. and i have coffee and i have water um but actually my morning isn't quite as bad as uh eddie q's uh last couple days why what what eddie q been up to yeah well you know who eddie q is and for people do yes yes he's 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 an apple man yeah he's a high muckamuck over he's there in Apple. He's, he's a high muckamuck. High muckamuck. <laughs> <laughs> he gets his card out from people. Eddie Q, high muckamuck. That's right. At Apple. And my email address is high muckamuck at apple.com. Someone <laughs> ought to get that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, I wonder if there is actually like high muckamuck.com, if that's out there somewhere. <laughs> I bet it does. I mean, if if there is now after it, yeah, the show, there will be there there will be. Anyway, <laughs> Eddie Q has managed to hack off an entire navy, Gaz. An entire 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 navy. What what? Come on, what's he done? What's he well, done? It, it's actually some singer's navy. Sorry, and, a singer's got a navy. Well, yeah, except she doesn't actually have any actual ships. All right. So so we've got a singer who's got a Navy, but she's got a Navy without any ships. How right. does that work? And Eddie Q hacked her off. Okay. Or actually, no, actually, Eddie Q didn't hack the singer off. Eddie Q right. managed to hack off her Navy that doesn't have ships. All but right. You know what? Got. Let me start this again. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Q... Yeah. Can I, can I, I'm glad you're going to start again because I'm confused. All right. Well, and I'm the one to put this in here and I'm confused. Eddie Q attended 
the, um, the the first NBA final game between the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors, and this was held uh, in the Golden State Warriors home arena, and that's that's important. Eddie Q yeah. is apparently a fan of the Golden State Warriors. Well, okay. there are many people who are also fans of the Cleveland Cavaliers. And some of those fans went to the game in, you know, the Golden State Warriors arena. And one of these people was this singer named Rihanna, who yes. I have no idea I, what she's famous for other than being a singer. I, uh, I, have, yeah, I haven't yeah, heard no, any no. of her music, but it doesn't matter. Uh, she's good. No, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've heard of Rihanna. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, my girls like Rihanna. Yeah. She is a huge fan of the Cleveland Cavaliers, which is fine. But apparently she is, she was like kind of acting up a bit, you know, standing up and taking bows and, and yelling at the Golden State Warriors players and, and all this. Well, apparently, you know, I didn't see the game, but apparently she was going on and on and on. And at one point she actually did stand up uh, from when people were, were like yelling at her. Because people do at, at sport events. Yeah, that's what they do. Especially, they get excited. Yeah. So she starts bowing to the to the people that were uh, giving her a hard time. Oh right. Okay, fine. Yep. Right. Yeah, being yeah, really like really helping the situation. No, yep. not yep. at all. So Eddie Q apparently at that point stands up and is yelling at her to sit down. Well mm. yeah, this but was not all in a kept very sh- polite way, apparently. Well, I mean all I could see from the video that I saw was him standing up, looking over at Rihanna and like mo- motioning with his hand, not with any rude gestures, but just motioning with his hand for her to sit down. Mm-hmm. Well, because this was on video, people who I guess like Rihanna and there's, you know, I'm sure she's a wonderful singer seem to think that this was some kind of, you know, slap at her because, you know, he's white and she's black. And, you know, I mean, the whole thing, and it just got completely blown out. Yeah, here we of, go. Here we go. That, yeah. That, that, it, that it was card this, is used in any situation like right. this. And I tell you, it winds me up no end. It was, I, it's it this doesn't fake matter, it doesn't matter the cup. Yeah, yeah. So, and of course, at this point, what is he going to do other than, you know, this, because what what people have to understand with and, and you know we're not a political show and we don't typically talk about these things in particular but in this particular case it had nothing to do with race it had nothing to do with gender it was because Eddie Q is a fan of the Golden State Warriors and Rihanna is a fan of the Cleveland Cavaliers and they're yelling back and forth at each other because of their like of each other's teams or we, you know what I mean? I'll take that. I'll take that. So can we just not get all bent out of shape over something stupid like this? You know, let it just don't, there are so many other things to get upset about and to (laughs) to, to spend your energy on than Two people who like different basketball teams that yelled at each other. But the funny thing is, I, I can see Eddie Q getting all uppity at something like this. Because he, whenever he, I mean, I like him when he comes on and does his, uh, his stuff on, on stage for Apple. But you can just see that he's on, he's, to me, he's someone who's always on the edge as well. Right, right. But his, his 
you know, being on the edge had nothing to do with anything of real importance. It was just because of loyalty to uh, a sports team. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And that's, I think that we've taken that about as far as we can. (laughs) And if you don't agree with, if you don't agree with that, then you know what? I don't listen to the show anymore because that's (laughs) just, that's it. The whole thing was stupid. Get upset about things that are worth getting upset about. Exactly. So what's this next thing that you put in? I was going to put a load of stories in this week, but you beat me to it. So. Oh, well, what's this Go- next thing? Uh, the EU is really, really mad at Google. <laughs> the EU is really, really mad at a lot of companies. I, I know. You. I know. <laughs> Apparently, uh, they feel, and you know, I'm, I'm not making a judgment call. <coughs> Google's guilty. <coughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> that Google rigs their shopping search results. <coughs> Yes, they do. Uh, to to its own products, gasp, and they oh, want to they want to find them like nine billion muck muck dollars. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> yeah, sorry, pardon. We've we've gone beyond uh, Google not being seen as somebody who is not biased. <laughs> I think we should really put that out there that Google do stuff to um, uh, let's put silk their own pockets yeah, to, with gold. Oh, let's let's, let's, let's not call it that. Let's call it enhance their visibility. How's that? <laughs> enhance their profit line and bottom uh, bottom <laughs> margin. Yeah, yeah their <laughs> bottoms are right. And, um, you know, just accept it, folks. And um, that's why I get cheesed off with it. And that's why I don't like them for some of the stuff they do. And that's fair enough. But other people do like them and do use yeah. their services, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, um, that's fine. You can use other services. Um, and, yes, and other EU, search engines. EU, it's been happening for some time, I would say. And if it wasn't happening, I would be very surprised. Yeah. And to bring it back to Apple, this is and it's and it's not just similar Google doing that. It's no, 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 it's not. It's not. It's not. But this is similar to what people get upset with Apple over, as far as you know, like the whole kerfuffle between Apple's music service and some of the other services. The whole kerfuffle over the Mac App Store or the iTunes, or sorry, the iOS App Store, and the difference between all of those and the things like. Uh, Google rigging their search results and back in the day when um, Microsoft made it nearly impossible for other browsers to be on Windows is that Apple doesn't have a majority share of the marketplace. Google does. Amazon does. Yeah, no, that's true. Microsoft does. So before you start talking about monopolies in relation to Apple, look at their actual share of the market before you talk about monopolies. Yes. Do they have a monopoly on their own products? Yes. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what? Lots of companies have monopolies on their own products. <laughs> I know. How crazy is that? What are you telling me? I can't make my own Ford Mustang. What is wrong with there's something wrong with that. Anyway. Okay, we're going to move on from that. Boy, there's yeah, lots please. of outrage in, in the yeah, middle section. Yeah, I'm going to stop you putting links into the show. Yeah, all I, it does I, is I get me wound have, up. I normally have less outrage. <laughs> <sighs> all right, the next one to get me outraged is that there's yes. more flimsy evidence 
that the iPhone 8 <laughs> touch I, and and not that I'm biased. More flimsy evidence that the iPhone 8's touch ID will be on the back and um more flimsy reasons to not get it if that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look they are going to destroy one of the biggest third market market um, um, businesses and their own way of making extra profit if they put the thumb um, touch ID on the back, as we all know, because every single case won't have a hole where they are suggesting this thumbprint goes. And if it goes there, it's going to slow down. No, I agree. Flimsy is the word. Yeah. And And I'll tell you, but I'll tell you what, Guy, if Apple comes out and their Touch ID is on the back, I will be seriously considering not getting any more Apple devices. Yeah, I will not not buy an iPhone. Devices, not an iPhone, I mean. Well, yeah, I, I will not buy an iPhone with Touch ID on the back. I'm saying that right now. If, <laughs> no, if this is what they do and this is I how they go you. forward, then no, my next phone, backwards. my next phone will be something <laughs> else. Yeah, I agree. It won't agree. be an iPhone. And well, it might be an iPhone, but it'd be an older version. You know? Well, I'm I'm on. Well, I guess I could still get a seven. Yeah, for as yeah. long as they work. All right. Um, okay. Last thing before you know, we, we leave the fake outrage show here is, um, there's a program similar to one password, which I think the, both of us use is called one login. And, um, it's, it's similar, you know, they, they have, it's, it's a repository for your passwords and other bits and pieces that, uh, you would like to keep, you know, private and confidential. And they supply, like one password, uh, an encrypted way of keeping all this information, which is okay. great. Except great. they, except they got hacked, including ah. their encryption. Was, well, that's the rumor anyway, that, that also what they, you know, their, their encryption logarithm, I think I said that right, uh, is also exposed. So they have come out with a 12 step recovery program for their users. And I have fur, so I need to change that real quick because it has nothing to do with animal skins, uh, for its users. So, you know, the, the problem with something like this is these kinds of services are, are put out there as a, a, a way for people who have like multiple accounts all over the place to have long, complicated, hard to guess passwords for all of these services and where they don't have to try to remember all of these passwords. They just have to remember the one password and almost all of these services, whether it's, sorry, excuse me, one login, one password, last pass, you know, I mean, there's a plethora of these, of these services that work more or less in the same way. Your information is only as protected as these services can make it. You, your information, if they are hacked either from the outside or the inside is vulnerable. So something to think about before you 
entrust all of this information to any one company. Now, so far, I have been happy, and you know, I'm using that almost with air quotes here. Happy with uh, one password's um, protection. Uh, I'm not so happy with them trying to force people to go to a subscription model, but that's that's a whole different thing. Ah, uh, what do you think? Guys? Okay. Well, yeah. I- I was just reading through the twelve-step process. Yeah, and we're not gonna we're not gonna go into. No, it. no, no, no. Um, There'll be a link just, in the show notes if you want to see it. Yeah, yeah. Be careful, folks. It's a jungle out there. It is. It is. Um, WWDC. Yeah, Worldwide Developer Conference. Nicely done. They isn't it Dub Dub? Um, they have. Uh, they're going to let podcasters record 60-minute episodes on site. Um, there is a studio reservation required, but are Apple starting to re, um, re-understand what podcasting is all about and how it's helped them? Uh, certainly uh, one of the better things that, have, uh, that comes out of an iPod is a podcast. <laughs> That's what I did there. <laughs> oh, dear, that was poor. Um, yeah, I they're, they're letting people podcast at a studio on, on site, WWDC. Cool. It's just cool. I just saw that story and I quite liked it. You know, uh, until Apple puts in better support for the creation of, and not, not just podcasting, but audio in general into iOS, then, you know, little things like this is like, okay, great. So you have put in uh, a little studio for people to be able to go in and podcast in a relatively uh quiet area um idg used to do this also at the the mac world expo they had little rooms set up though you know not exactly soundproof but uh you you could you could okay be so, so what private. okay so what are you saying what are you saying what are i'm you saying, saying that apple I'm, apple needs to to uh up their game when yeah, it comes I know, but to small audio steps small yeah small steps small steps they, they you know they're good at audio um they've they've it's fallen off the edge a little bit recently, but you know yeah. they're good at audio, and that's that's small steps coming back in. It was more the recognition that letting podcasters do this now. Yeah. Okay, anyway. well that's fine. You know, I was I was happy when I read it, but and now you're angry. Yeah, so let let me go on to another story see if I can get you happy. <laughs> okay, very quickly then, very quickly. All Apparently, right. Visual Studio Visual Studio for the Mac is coming along. Great. So what this, is that? Well, it's the Microsoft. Um, uh, um, scripting environment, isn't it? Oh, is that it's similar? A development, it's a development environment for, um, for Windows. Is that similar to Visual Visual uh, vis- Visual Visual VBA? Yeah. Is it VBA? Isn't it? I think you know. Well, it's, is, it's, is it's Microsoft putting something for developers onto the Mac? I think that's cracking. Yeah, yeah. And what is that similar to like the the Swift language? That, Probably. That I think Apple I think created? it's a little bit more. I think it's a bit more involved and a bit more complicated than than Swift. But yeah, because yeah, I think Swift is mostly iOS, isn't it? Even though there you can develop on the Mac with it. Um, I I think most serious developers, and you know, like I know, <laughs> aren't using Swift 
uh, for the Mac as compared to uh, to other languages. Though yeah, you well, know, I think this this includes support for people developing with .NET and um, ASP.NET and you know other backend stuff as well. So I I think this is you know th- this is what Microsoft you see Microsoft are almost overtaking the Mac now, aren't they? And 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 coming out with well, let's do this. Let's try that. Let's give this a go. Let's do that. And and well, you know, it's, it's not working. that different from what they've always done. You know, I'm, the, the thing that no, seriously, the thing that Microsoft and Google have done over the the course of their existence as companies is take a shotgun approach to technology. They throw yeah, a um, lot of stuff at the wall to see what sticks. I'm not sure that Microsoft did. I think Microsoft are doing it better now. They're targeting it a little bit. More, oh, I'm, I'm not complaining, you know, as compared to yes, Apple's. No, I'm not. As compared to <laughs> Apple's approach, you know, I, I was going to make a joke as we were talking about this, about how, you know, well, Apple lets lets developers make iOS apps on Windows because no, they don't. They really, really don't. If yeah. you want to develop for iOS, you have to do it on a Mac. You know, there's there's no way that I know of to to get around that. And you know, maybe there is, but you know, that's Apple's official policy that if you want to develop for iOS or you want to develop for the Mac. Uh, I- that you and need suppose, to do it on Apple devices. And I suppose on the back of that, I've, I've seen the story which says that Apple are uh, to expand Siri to work with more uh, types of third-party apps. And this kind of goes touching that sort of subject that you're talking about in so much, come on, about time. Really? Yeah. No, I absolutely agree. Um, Apple, I don't really get where Apple is At a the lot moment, these no. days. Um I agree. There's, there is so much contradictory stuff going on between, you know, their hardware not getting updated for years at a time, the, uh, the debacle, and I don't know what else you could call it, uh, over the Mac pro. Um, yeah. so many people seem to be so upset over the, the new MacBook pros touch bar and whether that's going to live on to the, the next generation. You know, it's, 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 it's like, you know, Apple, the one thing Apple did really, really well when, you know, you hate to say it like this, when Steve Jobs was around was a product focus on the, the products that they had in the pipeline. And you didn't hear a lot about other things, at least from Apple, because those products weren't important that, you know, they didn't actually exist within the Apple ecosphere. So Apple didn't talk about them. They didn't concentrate on them. There was, there was typically not even really a whole lot of speculation on them. Well, now it it seems like they, their focus is, is on what's making them money as compared to the products that, uh, you know, other products that they're selling. You know I mean? I get that the iPhone is their big moneymaker and that, you know, the focus being on that is fine. You know, you, you do need to focus on the parts of the company that are making you money, but not to the detriment of the rest of your products. And that's where Apple seems to be right now. Yeah. Let's hope that they can turn the corner, realize where they are and move on. Yeah. Like, and- like, we should do. Yeah, to to the third section of the mymac.com podcast. Take us out, guys. <laughs>
Everyone, stand by. Tush, stand by. I don't know why I'm talking like this, but I am and will be right back. I thought their explanation of it was a little bit weak. A little bit weak? (laughs) Just shut up. They said they have a vision. Oh, okay. Or if I'm in my car and the music just wirelessly stops working for no freaking reason, I got to reboot the phone. I'm so ticked off about it. It it was a piece of junk and no one bought it. I did. (laughs) Yeah. Well, now you got two of them that are going to fall out of your ear. However good they are, the price is pretty hard to stomach. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. What the hell is going on? Their their vision is also profit margin. Shove them as far into your ears as you can. Tech Fan Podcast. Every show is better than the next one. The G-Men on the MyMac Podcast. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the final section of the Mighty MyMac Podcast with the G-Men. That's uh, myself and Guy over in the good old USA. And... He shouldn't have Monday blues because it's Saturday. I agree with that. And, and so, yeah, not so in. You're, you're not, not in. Yeah, yeah not in head. Yeah. Hit it. Gases, tips. Mostly. Gases, tips. Mostly. Gases, tips. It's time for Gases, tip. Not in. Not in. Right, nothing. Now, while while I'm actually doing this tip, guy, you go over and see if you can find that show that you were talking about while I'm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Mr. McAllister, that's Don McAllister to you and I, uh, has a series of how to use preview. Um, and I, this made me think, actually, I use preview all the time to manipulate PDFs. I often have to send a clip of a receipt to confirm that I've paid someone through our rugby society. And I usually use preview to select an area by using one of the different selection tools from the markup toolbox. And then once the selected area is complete, you get a crop option. And when you hit that crop button, it does exactly that. It crops out that selected area that you've done. And then you can then copy and paste the image to your heart's content into the email of your choice that you want to send off or wherever else you want to put that particular cropped item. And uh, yeah, that's it. Works, Works a treat. That is awesome. Sorry, guy. I interrupted you. No, aren't you? Weren't you done? I was. Yes. Ah, well, then you're nodding my head. Of course. Hit it. That's the end of gases tips. That's Most the end of gases tips. That's the end of gases tips. Is that the uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gases tips. Chuck Jones. Ah, thank you. Yes, Chuck yeah. Jones. Yes, or as right. he was known at uh, at Warner Brothers, uh, Charles. Oh, damn, damn, damn. I had it. I, Charles M. Jones. Right. Okay. Thank you. Now, for anybody who what doesn't, know, doesn't know what we're talking about, you may or may not ever find out. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Guy, what's your, what's your pick? Well, speaking of content, because that's kind of what we were referring to. We were, yes, yes. Uh, I, am, I am typically not a fan of using content for a pick. Uh, but this is this is really if you're a movie fan, this is an amazing deal. Use content. iTunes has this thing going on right now, where they take ten films from various decades, from the fifties all the way through to the aughts, and they're making them available 
in like one package for $20. So you get 10 great movies from each decade for about $20. And so far uh, I've picked up the ones from the 1950s and sixties. And we're talking about some great films like Sabrina to catch a thief, sunset Boulevard, the odd couple barefoot in the park breakfast at Tiffany's, which I think was an Oscar winner, true grit John with John Wayne and the original, the Italian job with Michael Caine. So, you know, for $20 for $2 a movie, you get some classic, fantastic films and well, well worth it. Most of the time, these films go individually for 5 to $10 or more. So oh, check that out over in iTunes. What do you got? Um, well, here's a pick. Um, I think this is a great pick, actually. And you can either play it. Um, <laughs> well, you can play it for a while. Or even have a quick bash and then put the the app back down or the game back down. It's called Zip Zap. Now it does cost one pound ninety nine here in the UK iOS App Store, and basically you have to swing, jump, drop uh, what looks like Meccano pieces to cover yeah. an area of the screen and drop all of the items from the screen. Um, once the uh, all of the items on the screen drop from the bottom or from the screen to the bottom of the screen once the puzzle is complete. But sometimes you have to knock what looks like a ball bearing into the zone. And basically that zone has to be covered for a, a certain period of time before uh, the completion is. You can't just, you know, um, drop one of the pieces through the zone because the zone sometimes is in an area which you think, oh, I'm never going to be able to get my piece of Meccano or the ball bearing into that zone. Or whatever Whatever I try. Or whatever. <laughs> Now, there's no in-app purchases, uh, and there's lots and lots of levels. Um, every time you get to a level, at the end of a level, you think, oh, is that it? And then once you've completed that level, another level appears. So uh, I've got to a level now where I'm starting to struggle a bit, starting to get a bit difficult. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, it, it's one of those games where you can sit and play it for ages and ages, or you can just pick it up while you're doing your condiments <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, have a quick bash at it and uh, and then put it back down again. So uh, one pound ninety nine, probably one dollar ninety nine in the US. Because that looks you know, really cool. It is a good little game, actually. I've been playing it for a while now, so I'm quite enjoying it. Um, let's talk about Max Stock 2017 because that is coming yeah. up real, real quick. We're like less yeah. than six weeks away. That's right. From Max Stock 2017, and I don't think we've spoken about it enough yet. No, and not we haven't spoken about it at all in any <laughs> podcast to this date. Ever. 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 Uh, there are three choices for tickets. Uh, there's the premium, there's the regular, and then there's a single day pass, one ninety nine, one sixty nine, and uh, about 90 bucks, I think. Yeah, for the single day. Uh, you can use the coupon code MYMAC30OFF to get $30 off any premium or standard ticket, which brings your cost way down. There is... So much great stuff that is going to happen at Max Doc 2017. It's so easy to get to. It's just outside of Chicago, which practically from anywhere in the world you can get to almost <laughs> on a single <laughs> plane ride. Um, it might be a little pricey from some places other than others, but you know that that that's how that is. Uh, Tim Robertson, the creator of the My Mac Podcast, and I are going to be doing the My Mac Game Show Quiz. And we have some great stuff to give away. And to start off with, uh, there's a company that makes a an iOS content app called Walter 2. And the name of that company, Gaz, is 
You want me to tell you? I think I know it. Oh, tell can me. I, could, could I could I tell you? Sure. I think it is. Softerino. Exactly. It is Softerino. <laughs> Oh, and there's also Mac Alley who makes some great products for both the Mac and iOS. And there are two other brand new. I haven't, we haven't spoken about these before, but I just found out about them. Uh, Pixelmator is giving away some licenses, which Pixelmator is a Photoshop like program. You can check them out. Pixelmator.com. And there is a company that makes some really cool um, iPhone and iPad not cases, but um, uh, what would you call them? Uh, like stands and things like that called Thought Out. And you can find out more about them at thoughtout.biz. So check that out. You can go to um, MacStock Conference and Expo.com, MacSpo, X, Mac, Mac, MacPo, ah, blah, MacStock <laughs> expo.com all there's basically if you google max stock expo you will find the website for the max stock conference and expo this is a show you don't want to miss it is the it is really the the conference du jour for people it almost sounds like i'm getting ill for people that would like to experience what it was like to go to the mac world expo back in the day it 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 is that great of a show and i i cannot recommend it enough as is obvious from the way i go on and on about it Uh, (laughs) i guess do we have anything going on in the social scene um we actually we do um now i haven't read this yet Alistair, so slap my wrist, but Guy has responded, so I'll let him respond after I've gone through it. So basically, as Alistair Jenks, good friend Alistair Jenks, yes. down, down under, where the Lions are at the moment, actually, the British and Ireland, Irish Lions playing rugby union. Okay, so <laughs> that, that, that aside, <laughs> and, and Gary, that's Welsh for anybody. Well, it wasn't really Welsh. It was, it was anyway, Welsh-ish. Before I get into trouble. I just stumbled across this and reckon it should be compulsory reading for the G-Men. My personal view is that all optional parts of the phone number be identifiable, those being the country code, open parentheses, which should be a mandatory inclusion in your audience, are international. Those parentheses, comma. And <laughs> any area forward slash network codes, full stop. If Great. everyone... If every if every telephone number was presented with two clearly marked optional digit groups at the start and always with the widely adopted plus for the country part, then everyone around the world can easily use the number using their own network's relevant dialing codes. I always identify the country codes with a prefixed plus, which is what mobile phones have been using for years and seems to be widely agreed upon. The area network code offers uh, code differs but there seem to be two consistent options. Plus 64-9123456 is a New Zealand 64 number where the area network code is uh, 9. <coughs> Locals will know whether or not they need to dial the 9, whereas everyone outside New Zealand will have to. Note the hyphen marking the area network code. Microsoft format, the Microsoft format would have this plus six four open brackets nine, which gives the same information. If I had to dial that number from either my landline or mobile, I'd dial zero nine, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. 
because zero is my toll access code on both networks. In New Zealand, on landlines, if you don't always need to dial the area network code, but on mobiles you do, even if the other party shares the same area network code. What anyone has to actually dial depends on their own network conventions. For instance, for me, dial the Skype number. From my landline, I would enter 001-703-436-9501. Whose number is that? From an alternate landline provider in New Zealand, it would be the same, but used to be 050-1703-436-9501. 1-703-436-9501. In Australia, their major carrier requires 0011 1-703-436-9501. From my mobile, I dial plus 1-703-436-9501. Have I said this number enough times? What number is that? Uh, for a, I'll tell you in a minute. For okay. a spoken number, as you guys do every week, I'd go for plus 1, area 703-436-9501. 9501. The grouping after the error code is open to many possibilities, and the linked conversation seems to fall down on sticking to either local conventions or taking advantage of any natural flow of the numbers, such as triples 4362999 rather than 4362999. I personally think groups of either two of either three or four digits. Finally, as mentioned in the linked thread, you could always say. You can find the number at <laughs> myhack.com. God, okay. I, think you resp- I think you responded. <laughs> I did. I did. And um, this prob- this actually might have been kind of a, a cool thing to talk about in the center section, but yeah, not- yeah, I think it might. We're not going not. to now. Uh, I, I, think we're- <laughs> I think we're at the point where a calling number should be the same no matter where in the world you're calling from. Uh, calling a number in New Zealand would always begin with a three-digit country code 064. And the reason for that being uh, it for consistency, because there are many, many countries, obviously, that are going to have, it's, you know, it's going to be 123 or 231, because, you know, there's, there's always going to be at least three numbers. You know what? I'm not saying this right. Because, <laughs> because there are hundreds of countries uh, you have a, a minimum of three numbers for that part of the code. So it would always be 064 for the United States. It would be 001 and so on and so forth. Followed by a three-digit local area code because many countries use uh, three digits as compared to one or two digits. So that would be 001 to 999. And then the seven-digit exchange number, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So if the area code was like 321, then the number that you would call in New Zealand would be 064 for the country, 321 for the area, and then 1234567 for the exchange. So to call us anywhere in the world, based on this, it would be 001-703-436-9501. Now, as time goes on, the area code kind of becomes irrelevant, but it has to stay on as a unique identifier for the person who has it, almost like IP addresses. We don't type in, you know, 198.71.233.197. Uh, if you want to go to a to a great website like the Maltese Cube, hint, hint, uh, we just type in MalteseCube.com. 
like IP addresses, we wouldn't type in uh, the entire number <clears throat> like cavemen do on our phones. It would just be pre-programmed in and we would just hit the person's name. So it would be the equivalent of, <clears throat> damn, if I wanted to call Gaz, uh, I would just hit his number in my address book and it would automatically dial, you know, the entire number, but I would never see that number because it didn't matter. So I think that's kind of where we're going to, where our, our telephone numbers that, that link us to our, our portable devices are going to become more ambiguous like IP addresses are. Yeah. That was a long <laughs> rant. <laughs> Uh, not much on Facebook or email or Twitter, huh? Where does it get us? It just, it makes it easier for us to communicate because we don't have to remember these long numbers. We just hit the person's name. True. Yes, true. But what, there's lots of people with very similar names. Right. But we don't know those people with very similar names for the most part. And so we wouldn't have them in our address book. You know, it's like, you know, it's like bookmarks it's in funny, a browser. It's funny. If you go back not many years, you knew everybody's number. Yes. Because you'd go to the phone and you'd dial it. But now nobody knows anybody's number. Because you, you certainly go to your phone, you go to your contacts, you just click the, the face, don't you? You just yeah. press it. it and again, so, it's, so, it's so the equivalent now, of so like now, IP addresses. So soon, I'm not going to know your name. I'm just going to know your face and click on your face in my contact <laughs> list. Yeah, a lot of people would like to do that. You know, yeah. Click on guy's yeah. face. Poke his face. Yeah. Poke, Poke his, his face. face. Yeah. Anyway, should we go into the contacts? Sure. Uh, if you would like to contact me, <laughs> all you have to do is uh, send me an email. An email? Yeah. Yeah, an email. An email would be guy at mymac.com. <laughs> Are you trying to hit something over there? It's not working. Is it not coming through? No. Hang on a minute then. Let me just do this la, la, and then try it. An email from Guy. There you go. <laughs> if you'd like an email from Guy. So that sounds like all of those. So I, I was actually having sound problems because all of those times when I was clicking my soundboard, Nothing they was didn't happening. come through. That's why you didn't react to them. No. <sighs> and you can reach me on the Twitters. Uh, my Twitter handle there is MacPennant. There we go. That worked. Uh, you can also uh, contact us via uh, feedback at mymac.com. And Gaz, did you know that we have a Skype number? I didn't know we had a Skype number. It's so true. What is that number? That number would be plus one, maybe. Uh, area code 703, maybe. 436-9501, maybe. Yes. How can they get a hold of you? Maybe. Okay. So, um, what you'd need to do is send an email to Gaz. That's G A Z. Zah cars. Ooh. <laughs> you nearly said Zars then, didn't you? I almost said I almost said Zed, but I, I meant to say cars. Okay. Let me try that again. Okay. You can send an email to me, gaz at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z. Cars. There. At mymac.com. Okay or now. contact me on the Twitters. <laughs> Twitter.com forward slash gazmaz. G-A-Z. Cars. M-A-Z. Cars. Or you can contact both Guy and myself on the Twitters. Guy and Gaz. G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Cars. Well done. (laughs) 
And so I think we are getting ready to wrap this puppy up. Thank you all so very, very, very much for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Gaz and I really, really do appreciate it. And thank you, thank you, thank you. And Gaz, you know what? I think, what? seriously, what? I, I'm serious about what this. What do you think? What, I you think see, that okay, we... Okay, if you're going to be... Let, okay, let me serious face on. Okay, serious face. Like, like I can tell. so serious? Why so... Oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, I can't find it now. Crap, crap, crap. Let's let's just keep this brain melting stuff to ourselves. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, here yeah. it is. Why so serious? And I thought my jokes were bad. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that we're good enough, <laughs> uh, smart enough. A little fighting you. I like that. And doggone it, woof woof. People like us. Let's. Best cool gillen, echoar fan freslik, dingjen omt dat, alt alt, biglinked in constructive dialogue. Or would that be dialoch or dialooch? You say luch, I say luch. <laughs> let's call the whole thing off. But let's accuse each other of terrible things because that's always going to start a constructive dialogue. <laughs> Go on, you say that word. You say that word. Oh, yeah. no, that that you mean that word, that, that, word, word. that big word? Yeah. That big word, big word is <laughs> Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac podcasting network, like the Tech Fan podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcasts, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. Okay, we are recording. I have levels. I've got levels. Hey, I've got music. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nonsense. God, that almost looks like a iOS app. The way it's set up. Right, so have you opened it up? Yes. Right, so at the bottom, you can see the obviously the my, my profile lists, mute, and likes, and then the search option, and next to them is a little triangle. Yes, I see that. So where that triangle appears, if you double-click on it, what it's done is grayed out the background and brought up those sub-menu options. Which have like well, it should appears. bring those up whether you I mean even if you single click it it should bring those up. Well, let me try that then. No, no, it doesn't. No, no. If I single click it, it goes to the search page. If I click on the person one, it goes to to that page and shows all my followers. It'll only where that triangle is. It'll only bring up those likes, mute lists, and my profile if I double click it. That's an odd choice. No, it's not. It's like a sub-menu in No, I know, section. but I mean... Oh, it's an odd choice of, of items, yes. Well, it's an yes, odd choice as far as the UI goes. Now, if... if now, obviously, Obviously, Apple doesn't consult with me as in things of, of UI or, or whoever well, makes this like app. That. Bit, I quite like that because as long as they give the options relative to that area. So if I click on the e- the email, the envelope... That mm-hmm. obviously is my direct messages. Yes. Right? 
Now, if there's a submenu there of things to do, which if you double click it appears, great. That's exactly that's the sort of thing that you can do in Windows and on the Mac and anything else. Well, no, no, it, it's what what I mean is what I would have done as far as the UI goes. I mean, I'm not arguing that that it's not handy. I right. would have made the triangle just a little bit bigger off yes, to the yeah, side, true. and true, and true. then made it single click so that you could get those no, options. No, no, there. no, 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 definitely not, definitely not, and I'll tell you why. Because then you've got to make sure that you click just in the right area. Well, that's why I would have made it bigger. Well, no, 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 guy. Because then what you're doing is filling that bottom bar with lots of things. Somebody with big fingers on a smaller phone, you're going to go, oh, I just can't quite click it. Wait, this is on a phone? So, yeah. Oh, I thought this was on your Mac. No, 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 no. This is on my phone. Okay. All right. See, that... All right, never mind. You thought you thought I was on the Mac. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. No, this is on my iOS device. All right. Well, That's be- why I wonder whether there's an API, and I'm going to look through other applications on the phone if this appears, because I think that's a good option. It is. Now I get you, where you're coming from. Yes, if it was on the Mac, yeah, make it bigger and and put it to the one side. But this yeah. is on the phone. Okay. Well, see, that's and because if you remember when when I first looked at this, I asked if if. Uh, you said, "Yeah, I thought you were taking the piss." No, 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 no. I didn't. I didn't realize <laughs> I that this was on I your thought, phone. I, I was. I said sure it looked like were... it looked like an iOS app, and yeah, obviously yeah. And it I is. thought you was. I thought you was talking about Skype and where it had put the image and the way it was dealing with it. No, no, this is a Twitter app, isn't it? That you're looking at here. No, I'm talking about what when you said this looks like an iOS <laughs> app. I thought you were talking about what Skype had done with the image. <laughs> okay, so so you you're actually going to take something that I said seriously. <laughs> How long have you known me? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Anyway, yes, that's the thing. This is on the iOS app. So when you double click on any icon there with the triangle next to it, it comes up with that sub menu, and I quite like that. But I've only seen it in Echofon on the phone at the moment. Okay, so that's what this app is—is is Echofon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm not going to say anything else because they'll just that'll just lead to a, a, a whole new level of confusion. <laughs> <laughs> and who oh, wants that? Hello. To very posh accent. Hello. Hello. How are you? Um. So, can you wait for a couple of minutes while the microwave goes on? I'm sorry. You talking you to me for, or her? Yeah. No, you, because the microwave makes a noise. Oh, I I don't care. Yeah, I can wait. <sighs> We can chat. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we never do that in between segments. I'll leave it, leave it for a bit. I'll do it in the next section. No, okay, no, no, no. She can go uh, ahead. There's no hurry. No, 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 because no, she's doing something else at the moment. She can, it's her house. She can do whatever it's, the hell she wants. It's not her house. It's it, our house. Our house in the middle of <laughs> As the As I street. often get reminded when I say my house. Oh, I'm sure you do. You know, it's weird. Now, my, when my wife says my house, I am expected to just shut up and take that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bring us in. All right. <clears throat> and Hi, welcome. Everyone, and welcome. <laughs> wait a second. Who's doing this? Wait, are you? Wait. No, I did that the first part. was timing for me, though, wasn't it? It was. It was. I was waiting. I thought, no, now, no. Now. Is he going to speak? Is uh, yeah. Go on. And welcome. 
<laughs> and welcome back to God. I'm all flustered now. <laughs> bad, bad. I used to get you flustered a lot more often, but now not so much. Yeah, well, I mean, we're like an old married couple in a, in some ways. <laughs> you know, we finish each other's sentences. We know exactly how we're going to react when the other person interrupts us. Me, usually with gales of laughter, and you know, you just seem to get kind of like, <sighs> okay, yeah, guys interrupting me again. <laughs> used to it now. I'm used to it now. Yeah, it's it still pisses me off, but I'm yeah. used to it now. <laughs> <laughs> you know me so well. <laughs> and hello, everyone. That was a terrible, <laughs> stupid way to start this segment, so I'm going to try again. Okay. I don't know. What is wrong with me today? I think it's that's just good. because it's so That's going in the early. after show, isn't it? Definitely. Well, not the part where I said, f- Oh, <laughs> so we've not started yet. No, God, no. <laughs> An after show, man. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Was that that was Warner Brothers, wasn't it? Warner Brothers cartoon. So. Yeah, I've got a. Um, do you know who Tex Avery is? Uh, yes, I know the name now. Tex Avery. He, he was. He he's an an or was because you know he's long dead. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Even though I don't know why I'm laughing over the fact that he's dead. A, uh, it was a nervous laugh, though. It was. It was. Ah, he's dead. <laughs> dead. <laughs> My throat is like up. <clears throat> a bit like Tex Avery. Yeah, <laughs> he's a. Um, they have another nervous Where laugh. Where are we going with this? Well, he, he was an animator with yes. Warner Brothers in like the 30s and 40s. Yep, and then moved over to MGM in the Mm fifties and then was kind of doing all kinds of stuff. He even had his own ad agency because he, his name was very often on the end of a title sequence for cartoons. Well, what's funny is now he went by text. That was kind of his nickname, but, um, I think the guy's name was Fred Salinger. The, The guy that was in charge of the animation department for Warner brothers had no sense of humor at all. Right. And right. insisted that people use their proper names when, you know, w- when their credits would come up on these cartoons. So he was always Fred Avery at, in the, in the, the credits for these cartoons until he went to MGM where he started using text or yeah, right. text. And you had, um, uh, what's his name? He did the, uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas. Uh, damn it. Lots of others. Just go uh, on, move on. Move on. No, I gotta move find on. out who he is. Or no, I'm, no, you I'm haven't. We've got to move on, guy. Uh, ba, 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 ba. come on, it's got to be here somewhere. Now let's move on, guy. I can't. No, we've got to because <laughs> timing. Oh, do you need to get going? Yeah, yeah. I'm just looked at the clock. And, okay, uh, we've got a section to do. So, all right. Well, why don't you bring us in then? <laughs> 